Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition. Let's try this again. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition. Confusion Thursday night hangout. Wow, you sounded so fantastic your second time around. It's almost like you actually exist. Thank you, thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, I, of course, am your host, Charlie, and I'm joined once again by a prolific cover himself, Zidius. It is wonderful to see you and your Funko Pops on this beautiful Thursday for a second time. Oh, yeah. That's right. Zelius came by with a surprise delivery to my house, and now it's time to do the show. And the show, ladies and gentlemen, of course, is the Thursday Hangout, a weekly live show where we try our best to cover the topics most important to you during the show. If you haven't submitted your topic or your question, uh, have no fear. At any time, you could drop it in one of the chats, be it on Facebook, on YouTube, or on Twitch, and we'll try to add it to the show. If we unfortunately do run out of time, we will add it to the very next show we do. So, uh, without further ado, let us get into the news from this week. And of course, because we are basically... I think I think it's safe to say we're basically at the end of the year, uh, as it is the twenty third of December. I would think um, that's safe to say. So you know, uh, we 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 briefly talked last week about all these top ten lists, and you know, my <clears throat> slight disgruntlement over um, top ten lists, and and not really knowing if it's truly their top ten list or if it's a sponsor driven top ten list or whatever. Um, Let's talk about one of the. Let's talk about something that's also really enjoyable, um, and affects masses of people. And that, of course, is when the banhammer comes and ban the hammer. There has been a brand spanking new uh, round of banhamming ring uh, by Activision. Uh, they have basically. Um, I think in the past like couple days they've knocked fifty thousand cheater accounts from Call of Duty, Vanguard, and Warzone. Um, they basically have, and this is this is of course always going to get into something that gamers, PC gamers, may have an issue with, and that is the fact that they have they have a new cheat bot that basically has like super duper access to everything to make sure that you're not running anything that could influence the game. Now, of course, um, as many of you are probably aware, uh, this is a constant battle between um, people who want to protect their, their stuff and, of course, companies wanting to make sure that they don't cheat but also probably having a hidden agenda. But of course, it's like a never-ending battle. They've they, uh, Activision, of course, and I'm, I'm going to believe Activision says that it only runs when the game is running. Uh huh. Just like the Sony rootkit of how many years ago? That you know, it's not going to affect anything. It doesn't actually like install a virus on your computer. When they're, when they're a um, I, I vaguely remember many many years ago there was a um like a music studio that was putting some kind of hidden shit on their CDs that if you put your, you know, on your computer, it was installing shit in the background to make sure that you weren't burning copies of their music, of course, only for that reason. Yeah, that does not surprise me. Um, and I think one of the other big problems with like rootkit stuff is it creates a elevated basically security vulnerability because a lot of these rootkits have to be installed 
usually at like a kernel level or something very low level. Yep. And I seen like something like the most recent like Java exploit with log4j, how prevalent these are. And let's be honest, a game developer, their highest priority is probably not patching these uh, hacking softwares, especially if it's a older piece of software. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's that's the other issue you run into is it's naturally creating a way to have access to your computer data to detect that hacking that the developer would otherwise not have. Um, and when that happens, there's always going to be a way of exploiting it. And that's one of obviously the arguments against it is it creates a vector of attack against people on the computer when there's already so many potential ways to do so already without throwing, you know, there's already enough user error out there. Yep. Um, that could potentially create a, you know, a security vulnerability. And now you add in something outside of my own power to control, and it's truly like, damn. Um, of course, the unfortunate thing is, I mean, the reality is it's hard to play video games nowadays, especially newer ones, without a cheat software installed somewhere on there, whether or not they even tell you honestly. Yeah. Well, you mean anti-cheat software? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, the, the the developer actually added their own cheat software. That's funny <laughs> as hell. So totally random. Yep. What this makes me think of. So I'm gonna put it in the in the uh, chat. It's a song by a um, band out of Sweden called Amaranth. It's mm-hmm. one of the bands I listen to. But it's the official esports song. Oh dear God. And there, but what makes me think it's a newer release. But it makes me think of. There needs to be like an official, like by one of these metal bands, like Banhammer song. Where like when somebody gets the Banhammer, like it sends them like this Banhammer just in your face. Like, you've been boomed. Kind of like a rig yeah. roll. Actually, yes, like a rig. Actually, you know what? It should honestly just be a rig roll. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah, that would work. That would actually be kind of funny. If like you get an email that you've been banned and like, here's a YouTube link to your footage in action. It's a, <laughs> it's a Rick roll. That would actually that would be awesome. That would be pretty sweet. Not gonna lie. That that I'd be I'm like, yep, you got me. If I got caught, I'd be like, okay, I got or even better, I don't think a developer would actually have the stones of doing this, mm-hmm. but they actually send a email of that nature to like their entire user base. Every person's like, you got banned. It's a Rick roll for all of them. I think that old school Blizzard could have done it. Before the merger, because they'd be like, no, nah, okay. And and if and if um, actually, you know, the company that could get away with it, I don't know why they would send this out, but the company that could get away with a rickroll to basically their entire customer base is the uh, Cards Against Humanity people. That would make sense. Yeah. No, I could. That would work. That would work for them. Yes. Yeah. Um, you're right. Old school Blizzard would have been one company who. I'd be like, okay, you got. It. Well, probably. I mean, they'd probably switch out. You know, they, they'd probably have like um, one of the World of Warcraft people singing. You know. No, you know what it would be is if they send it out, it'd be Leroy Jenkins. All right, we're gonna talk about your ban- us banging your account. There's a twenty nine point. Uh, 33 three, three repeating, of course. Chance that we're going to... Yeah, that would be cool. I'm just saying. Okay. I got, 
let's see, of the developers today, I think what if they had multiplayer game uh-huh. would be uh, giant bomb games, big giant games. Yeah, you mean super giant games. Super giant games. There you the go. The guys behind Bastion, Pyre, Hades. Yeah. And they um, have such a transistor. robust history. I would say before Cyberpunk, it could have been uh, Project Red Key. Yep. But that shot the pants on that. Speaking of, have you finished watching The Witcher yet? No, I have not finished watching The Witcher. I, ha- I am I, not yet either. I, I, I think I've got like two episodes left, I think. Yep, I just finished episode seven. Or maybe maybe I'm on six. Or f- I can't remember. Anyways, it's good. I, yep. I like. I look. Here's the thing. the The biggest issue, and this this is I'm not spoiling anything for anyone, so don't worry. But the biggest issue with the first season of The Witcher was when the fuck in time was this scene happening? Yep. And I love the fact that they poked fun at themselves in one of the episodes of the second season about just that. I will say when I was, I rewatched season one. Mm -hmm. I think it was Thanksgiving break. Actually, one of the days I spent watching it Mm -hmm. and it actually like made a whole lot more sense having seen it once. Cause the biggest problem I had, I think really with season one, just the time drums, but they didn't make it clear there were time jumps. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's like, yeah. About two or three episodes in, and you're like, holy shit, they've been jumping time this whole time? That's to me what really, like, they almost needed like a spoiler, like spoiler warning, just so you know, we're not going to tell you when, but there's time jumps. Then you'd be like, okay, I can at least figure that out, maybe. But the fact like you didn't even know, that was an interesting choice to me. Well, I mean, it was like the first time it happened. He's like, oh, I haven't seen you in years. I'm like, what the, the you were the last episode? You were just buddy, buddy. What, what is going on? Well, especially because, in this, I mean, I think I can say this for season one, the time jump from one time jump to another giant time jump, as you're saying, had like the same wizard dude in it. So you're yeah. a little bit confused when you're saying many years later, but it's the same. Like I get like, um, oh my God. I, I hate names. The Witcher's name. Geralt. My brain hurts. What? Geralt. Thank you. Wow, that was bad. Like Geralt, you know, is going to look the same from like forty years ago. Whatever, that's fine. But like when the wizard's there and it's like the same person, and he says it's many years later, that's what really threw me off. I think in season one, and it's like, um, but watching it a second time, with I'm not going to lie, I cheated and had like a website open on my phone of like. What season, like, what time zones are we actually talking about in these episodes? <laughs> no, I, I mean, um, I won't lie. I, I started watching uh, the. I finally started watching the first couple episodes of uh, Hawkeye on uh, Disney Plus, and almost immediately, I, I had to Google something because, like, when did this happen? Because they do How it like a flashback Hawkeye? to something that happens in one of the the late. Uh, the later Avenger movies, and ah. I totally forgotten. And I was like, "What this? What is this? Oh, what do you think of Hawkeye? Because I don't have Disney Plus, but it, I love um, Cliff Burton. So, so far, it's very interesting. Hmm. Now, I've only watched like two episodes, but I, I, I mean, they're they're both f- like fifty minutes in length. 
Um, but I mean, it's it's interesting. I, I don't okay. know. It, it's still too early for me to give you my uh, my full report. Um, now, at some point, I'm going to have to uh, sit down and watch the rest rest of the Cowboy Bebop because I kind of stopped. Ah, yes. Um, especially after I learned that there was not going to be any more. Uh, but I also heard that there was um, they were going to do they introduced Radical Edward into the later episodes, and it was just absolute horseshit. And so mm. Ed is one of my favorite characters outside of Ayn. I think Ayn is my favorite character. But, Interesting. But yeah, no. Um, and I've also been watching like a shit ton of other stuff. So, um, but yeah, no. I I when I stumbled upon an article. I think it was this past week about the fact that um that the guy who plays Geralt um Henry Cavill yeah Henry Cavill he actually like rewrote the death scene to his horse spoiler his door his horse is gonna die no all animals die damn it but no! like we we had talked last week we we talked last week about how some people are like this dude uh Harry, Henry Cavill is literally like the Witcher Bible. He knows everything, and He's apparently, when He's he read the script, he goes, "No, this, this, you, this, this isn't the way you should send off the horse." And mm-hmm. the apparently, the director's like, "You know what? Fine. If you if you think you can do a better job, then you write the scene yourself." And he did it, and that's the scene they went with. No, yeah, I mean, he knows the actual character of the Witcher, and like. The thing is, I think originally they had it more of a. He was much more. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Curt and just blase about it, basically. Yeah. Or made like a flippant joke. Yeah. But like, if you think of Geralt, like that's been like his one companion forever. Throughout many years. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's no secret that, you know, he, you know, witchers don't have feelings. And so that's his one companion. So if there's a, I mean, we've all, you know, a lot of us have had pets and we know how attached we can come to our pets. Um, so it makes sense that Geralt, you know, feelings aside would have that attachment and recognition of that. And he, what's also interesting to me a little bit about Geralt is from a character is, Sometimes his interpersonal is a little bit lacking, but he sees it in others and like how they should, in, how like they should interact. And good lord, we have an interloper on the show! Yay! Hello, Chip. No, um, hide your children. Yeah. No, I, I, I think this, this is what you hope for when, when you, when you cast people is that they get so into it. And they have a strong enough group around them to help make it awesome. Because I would say that there there are quite a few individuals out there who are super duper into a specific um, genre or or universe, and then they kind of fell flat. Um, basically, uh, Fastbender and uh, Assassin's Creed movie. I mean, that dude he lives, shits, and breathes Assassin's Creed. But he needed a stronger team around him to make that movie actually worthwhile, from my understanding. I've never seen the movie, but that's all that I've heard. I saw it. It wasn't that bad. I mean, it wasn't like the greatest thing I've ever seen on the face of the planet, but I've definitely seen worst adaptations. Um, 
Have you ever seen Dead or Alive DOA? No. Is that an Ool Bowl movie? I don't think it actually is. Apparently, whoever directed it, I watched a video about it. It's like it was the last movie ever directed by that person. Um, it's this video. I'll just send a link. But apparently, it's actually the like one of the worst adaptations ever. Um, I'll see if I can find this link to put in chat. And apparently, it's just really, really bad. That's not possible. Not like that's not possible for it to be the worst ever. Have you not seen? The or I, I will not watch it, but there are two movies out there that I'm sure take the the cake, and that of course one of them being um, the Dragon Balls uh, Hollywood adaptation movie, and then of course the all uh, white uh, Avatar movie. Neither of which I have seen. In uh, the name of the, the king, director's name was Corey Yoon for DOA. What's that? The the director's name was, or is Corey Yoon. For DOA. Yeah, but watch that video sometimes. It will give you just an idea of how absurdly terrible it actually is. Have you actually seen like the video game DOA? It's not a whole oh, lot yeah. of source source material either. I mean, it's oh, yeah. they they tried to Mortal Kombat it, but swung and missed. Well, apparently there's not an actual like arena fight scene in the entire movie. Like Mortal Kombat at least tried to have a tournament. No, Mortal Kombat had. I mean, the original that's that's they they did the tournament. I mean, that's what the whole freaking game is about. And we enjoyed Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. But yeah. No. I, yeah, there's I, I honestly think that there's worse movies. There's probably worse movies out there than that. But, um, well, there's always a worse movie that you've never heard of. This is true. But when it comes to video game adaptation into movie form, mm. there's always going to be that one that people are going to be able to pull out of their ass and go, I, I see that movie and I raise you this one. Because well, there's that's always what was something so bad about there. the name of the king, though, is you actually had like actors who could act. You had like Jason Stratham. I forget who the bad guy is, but he's actually like a known actor. He actually knows what he's doing. Um, so you have these people who actually know what they're doing in movies, but like the script and the dialogue is just terrible. There's no. I think they just mailed it in. Is what was it, it Ron Perlman? What's that? Was it Ron Perlman? No, Ron Perlman was one of the actors. He was a good Ray guy. Liotta? Yes. Um, it's like they tried being intentionally. It's almost like they tried to be so bad it's good movie. But when you do it's that, a it's a U-Bowl ma- movie. Bad. Well, yes, it's U-Bowl. Need, need I say more? Like, what is it he does that makes him so bad? I just don't. It's so annoying. He magically, he magically finds the way to convince people to make the movie and then he just goes off the freaking rails on just like grabbing random pieces of like lore and trying to make a movie out of it. That's my best guess. I don't know. And terrible dialogue. Right. Random pieces of lore. I'm not even talking about I I'm surprised they even speak. I'm it's just not random actions. I mean, it could be what was it? Blood Rain where the the last like 10 minutes of the movie was just like a bloody recap montage. I cannot actually dying over and over again to watch um, Blood Rain 2. Like, it's sitting there on my Amazon queue. 
sitting there just waiting to watch. I just can't press myself to press play. And I have a pretty high threshold for punishment. But Blood Rain 2, because just how bad Blood Rain was, first off, how do you get like the go-ahead to make Blood Rain 2 versus based on how bad number one was? You know what I mean? Have, like, it's just going to be worse. So I'm like, hell no. Uh, I think I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that you bull just has some like, you know, dirty damning evidence on someone in, in Hollywood that he's like, I'm going to make this movie. And if you don't let me do it, <clears throat> I'm going to air some dirty laundry. Like, cool. But then you actually get a lot of this development director movie from like Germany's like house of art or something like finance yeah. a lot of movies or something. Yeah. It was like some government thing helped them actually make them. Yes. The show that Germans can be good and make movies. I have nothing against Germans. I, I have German blood in my uh, ancestral tree. I'm not trying to make fun of them. Just in case you have anybody out there who, who magically just got up in their fields. <clears throat> I gotta. I I feel like I have to. You know, in this day and age, we have to preface everything. What's the fun in that? Uh, now, apparently, the last movie he made was. Wow! Wait, there's a rampage movie. I did not know that. Yes. Rampage, president down. This bill will not be vetoed. Wow! Yep. Wow! That's it's bad. Did but, you see it? No, but I've heard nothing but bad things. Oh, that's disappointing. There's a two and a half minute trailer. Maybe that will like tell us all we need to know. Mm, probably. You could probably save yourself a shit ton of time with that trailer. Okay. So um some of you may know that um that there is a company out there called Twitch that uh, is a streaming platform. Some streamers stream on there. And you may, some may even further know that Twitch is owned by Amazon. Well, a very interesting thing happened this past week. Uh, it turns out that uh, Amazon had to ban, or sorry, Twitch had to ban its own Amazon channel because of breaking um, the, uh, the guidelines and rules. <clears throat> Apparently, during the end of one of these like year wrap-up shows, a, a um, uh, it's it's a I think it's a Spanish show um, that's live streamed. Um, I'm not even exactly sure what how to go with that one, so I'm just going to leave that chat for anyone who's watching the video. They can figure it out. Um, but uh, apparently. Because a one of the females on the show flashed the camera, uh, they have been banned. And this is the first time uh, that this has really happened because I, I apparently there's just this magic list of like Amazon shows, or sorry, Amazon Prime shows that are on the no ban list. And basically it's all of like, you know, the the popular live shows. And this one got banned, which of course I understand. They showed a nipple. No, I don't understand. I, people love your bodies. Okay. 
And, and the other thing is that it was, it's it's like one of those like late night shows too. So do we have to bring? Do should the internet have like a what is it called? Uh, safe harbor rule. For well, streaming? I mean, it kind of does based off of the content provider. The idea is like, or at least was that if you're the host, like in this case, YouTube, and as long as you're not giving, in theory, preference to one type of speech over another, um, you can take reasonable measures to basically eliminate copyright, then you're not liable is the basic theory. Um, that's where Napster got sued into oblivion. It's because their intent was only to basically host pirate material. There is no attempt to actually do anything of use other than allow people to download free mp3s i'm so confused i'm talking about the safe harbor rule which means that the 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 language restrictions and whatever get lifted later at night oh i thought you meant like the other safe harbor that i was talking about you're talking about pirate bay no like <clears throat> Once upon a time, ladies and gentlemen, when there was no type of streaming and you had TV, there was this rule or this magic time called the safe harbor. And after that time, you could get away with some extra language, not the full gambit of the words you can't say on TV, but you were, you could be a little bit looser. Um, so do the same thing for the internet before 8 o'clock Eastern time. You cannot curse. That would not go over well at all. Um, no, I mean, like, <clears throat> well, I mean, see, it all comes down to the beauty of the internet, right? Because now you can, in in every single culture, you have different do's and don'ts. And in the United States, which is where Amazon and Twitch is based out of, we and, are uh, a bunch of prudes and we do not like to show the human body off. Now, Your if, face defends me, sir. If you were to try that shit in Europe, you'd probably be laughed out of the country or the continent. Doxed Amazon and Twitch. Well, I mean, Amazon's been having its own issues with uh, AWS, AWS going down three times in the last two weeks. Yeah. Maybe it's because they dox themselves in the process. We had to stop ourselves from doing what might be, can be considered against company policy. Speaking of which, I, I think at this point, you know, let's let's just talk about their games to you because they they I am I, I'm sorry. I apologize to anyone out there who's still playing New World or or if Crucible's still a thing. I don't know, but. They should probably just take all the money from that studio and just like do the universal uh, DRM, not DRM. Um, what do you call it? Um, the 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 music stuff, the 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 takedowns that people get nailed for. DMCA. Uh, yeah, DMCA. Just do the universal DMCA thing to to just say here, studios. Here's here is a bucket of money that if you get up all in your if you get all your panties in a twist, uh, you know, in a twist, you can just pull from this for someone listening to a song that was in a game. You mean because basically every single move that they've made with New World has basically further alienated the user base? Yes. Yeah. 
it's amazing how quickly they basically destroyed it's, what was a very promising game, honestly. It's um, almost I mean, as I, if they had no idea what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed New World. I played it. Um, and it's just, you get to a certain point where they continue to make bonehead decision after bonehead decision. Um, I think the best analogy is a there's so much competition for hours that you spend in video games nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, and people, and there, there's so much ways you can split your attention. I mean, think like when World of Warcraft and EverQuest were at its height, you know, 15, 10 years ago, there was obviously competition, but there wasn't all the same genre or these hyper games. There wasn't like 20,000 streaming services. Mm-hmm. You could, most people really sunk their eyes in just one of those. Right. That's not the reality anymore. Um, and what I think 14 does better, and that's kind of what it comes down to, is it respects what we like the user's time. Meaning, if you're going to do something in Final Fantasy 14, like it actually enhances the storyline or your character or something. You're not just like games like New World and World of Warcraft that they end up doing is to require basically characters to unlock progression gates literally for the sake of unlocking progression gates. That's it. You're not really getting better or getting better stats. You're spending time grinding ways to then enhance your character, and you're just creating these insanely giant time sinks that, frankly, people just don't care for anymore. Um, And there was a time I did it in World of Warcraft where we all did it and it was fine, but now you can't, I think, do that as a developer anymore. Um, it used to be a badge of honor. Now it's just annoying yeah. because you got so many now, other games on, you know, on on the uh, on the sideburn that you could be like, well, fuck this shit. I'll just go play this instead. Yep, exactly. And that's that's what's killing New World is it's like they've almost made it more grindy. And it's always in the language of we want to give our user base a greater feeling of reward for now unlocking this new grind to do what you could have already done in the game, but now we're going to make it harder. No, no, yeah. terrible idea. And what's further happened is because now you're pissing off the, because originally it's like basically just PVP. And then they saw how many people, myself included, that are interested in PVE. So now they started catering more towards PVE, which is fine for the gold release, but you needed those PVE players for the big PVP fights. Right. But then they basically pissed off all the PV players, so they don't, don't have enough players for PvP, and it's just big, bad, downward spiral. Yep. My question is, so one of the games I'm really excited about being released in the West in about February of 2022 is a game called Lost Ark. Um, it's an action RPG, maybe MMO, not really, but action RPG kind of like Diablo. It's been out for a couple of years already um, in different languages. Like Russia is a really popular one that streamers will play, actually. It's being published by Amazon Game Studios because they need the Western publisher for the release. So my kind of question is, is AGS, who's shown they don't know how to actually continue developing a game, um, going to try to get their fingers involved in Lost Ark or are they going to allow Lost Ark, who's already shown they know how to develop a game, just do their own thing, and AGS is just going to rake in that sweet, nice money as the publisher and not try to influence them? Well, to be honest with you, I think that 
if if this um, here here's the thing, I'm 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 happy to see that Amazon is is very um, serious about you know expanding into the video game uh, footprint. But I don't I think that they would have been better off as a publishing studio and then adding developer uh, credentials as they went. And you know with this Lost Ark thing. Um, Let's hope that they're, they're they're just being you know the they're 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 hands off when it comes to development. Now, of course, it looks like like Zeely said, um, it is out in different countries, and so this is basically the um, the uh, the the way to get it published in the U.S. Um, hopefully, that's it. You know, um, I mean that'll be my guess because it is like. If this was Lost Ark coming out for the first time ever worldwide, yeah. Yeah. then there would probably be some finger mingling. But I think because it's already an established IP outside of the United States, they have more clout to be like, uh, screw off AGS, we're going to do our own thing, basically. That'd yes. be my guess, at least. Um, but who knows with Amazon? You never quite know. Who knows with anything at this point? Well, that is the beauty, is it not? Hey. Um, but yeah, I will say that on February 11th, uh, my you know, if Chip is still online, I'll be taking off that day to be playing that game. I don't actually know what the day of the week that is. It's probably Thursday, since that's when most new releases are. It seems. It's, let's let me let me let me check real quick for Zilius here. February the 11th falls on a Friday. Sweet three day weekend incoming. Ha ha ha! Hopefully it, it's. Um, hopefully it starts at, uh, midnight Eastern standard time. And it's not one of those like dick moves where you have to wait until like 5 PM because it's, it's a West coast release and some weird ass like time change. Although I I have unfortunately learned like seriously, like when it comes to an online game, because it is an online game, um, basically trying to do that. Take the day off for the release is actually a terrible idea because inevitably uh, the servers crash. You cannot actually play the game. Or you spend the entire day stuck in a queue because of first day um, server issues. That's why you take the day off. So you get you can click maniacally to get into the queue the second it opens. Now, of course, uh, if you are truly interested in the game and you want to be more than just the free-to-play uh, gamer, there are Founders Packs available for those who are interested. There is a $15 uh, bronze, there is a $25 silver, a $50 gold, and a $100 platinum uh, Founders Pack. And it's also free to play. And of course, it will give you a head start, which will... Huh. If Okay, so apparently, if you pay 15 bucks, you can start playing on... Three days prior, so the eighth. Ooh. If my math is correct, it said start playing three days ahead of official launch. Hmm. Yep, three day head start. You know, you know what's actually kind of interesting to me to be honest? What's that? So they have the four different levels mm-hmm. that they almost don't do it like bronze level, you get one day, silver two, gold three, and platinum you get like a week or something. Dude, that that would cause a riot. Why? I mean, think of, like 
I mean, these whole loot box things caused riots when they first came out. And guess what? Now they're commonplace. Now it's just SOP, standard operating procedure. So why not add an additional money grab is really what it comes down to. Because you get a bunch of extra crap. Exactly. That's one of the extra craps you get is how early can you be one of the original players? No, you get the silver supply crate that gives you a bunch of random crap that you half of which you can't actually use because some of the items inside the silver supply crate are for level 20, 30, 40, and 50 adventurers. <laughs> well, thank you. You just gave me a bunch of shit that I can use if I really grind in the first three days, but probably not. Hooray. <laughs> hmm. So I'm guessing you can only, it looks like it's one of those games where you're allowed like one or two characters. Cause I know they've got a character gold. expansion slot. Yeah. So based off of that, it's like, ah, you're limited. Cause there are classes. It's not like Final Fantasy 14 or Rift where like you could on your one character, you can swap between different classes, which is one of my favorite features of those MMOs. Mm-hmm. Whereas it would seem that with Lost Ark, like a lot of games, um, one character, one class. Bullshit. Yeah, well, you know. I mean, if you're an ultaholic, having the ability to just change classes on the fly on that one character is one of the my favorite features of games when they actually have it. If they do it well. True. Because there's there's games out there that you can you know that you know you can switch things up, but then it breaks like a mm her. Yeah, I would say it's fair. Um, but, um, yeah. So, um, someone apparently dug up a story, uh, from the early, I think it was, was it early 2000s? Yeah. Early 2000s. Um, some of you may know of this franchise called Harry Potter. Um, and apparently, yeah, in the early 2000s, EA had the opportunity to make a Harry Potter MMO and they decided they don't have the staying power to pull that shit off. So let's not do it. Um, so man, what a missed opportunity that was. Well, I mean, look at how well the, uh, Nymiac, Nymiac, whatever that company's get, um, Harry Potter game went. Oh, you meant the, uh, Niantic. Niantic, thank you. You're I had the first letter, right? You got it close er ish. Um you know what it meant, ish. Yeah. Um No, I mean I'm actually surprised there's not more online Harry Potter games, to be honest. I'm surprised there's I mean I mean that would be like a natural MMO setting to set in and you already have like X number of expansions ready to go like literally from day one the developers already have like a roadmap for the future now, i'd be very curious to see how hands-on uh, jk rollins would be though with that well you'd have to expand point, though, into the universe in different directions well at this point though i don't think publishers or developers want anything to actually do with rolling the person uh because she's pissed off her user base so much true basically one, because she's, some would say at least, she is uh, transphobic and phobic and other things. So that's pissing off a portion. 
The other one is she keeps is, on. She came out and said that, that that Dumbledore was gay. How is she transphobic? Because she's actually made comments about people of gender. Oh, Lordy, Lordy. I don't have enough. That's why there's that. And there's also that she keeps on kind of changing the canon as far as the actual characters themselves go. Okay, Lucas. I'm just saying, hey, you're Mr. Cannon himself. Okay? No, 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 no. I'm, I mean, th that's that's like a page right out of George Lucas's book. Leave yeah. the shit alone, man. You know, the, no, the, she does not do that. Yeah. The, um, the, I, so I don't, I'm like, I don't know if people would want now. I don't know if they can develop stuff without her input, though. Like, that might be part of the contract. It's like, I'm George freaking Rowling, not wow, JK Rowling. <laughs> You're messing with me now. I'm JK freaking rolling. I get to have a say in it. Or could it just pay her off to basically be like, you know what? We're going to do our thing. You just stay over there in the corner and get some proceeds. You could pull the Disney act. Uh, the lady that um, that wrote Mary Poppins hated Mary Poppins. So as soon as she died, they made the movie Mary Poppins Returns because she was no longer able to refuse it. Well, I'm I mean, not saying like that Steve someone should go murder J.K. Rowling. Okay, I'm just. Nah. Well, it's like Stephen King hated uh, the Shining version with uh, Jack Kubrick, Hunt, which fantastic movie. Well, the thing is, like Stephen King's work stands on its own; it doesn't need to be tweaked. So I understand. Now, was the ending to the Shining? the Stephen King shining as spooky as the Kubrick one? No, but still, I mean, it's in my opinion, strong enough. Um, you know, I, I, once again, I'm a purist. If I think that the shit is good enough to make the, the leap from book to movie, then don't change it. Okay, if you if you think, oh, this sounds like an interesting universe to to make like a small little story within it, then sure, yeah, make your own shit. But when you're yeah. trying to take on the main characters, uh, the, the you know of of the series, and you put them in the spotlight, don't deviate from what they are and what they do. And if you do, make sure that the creator or owner of the IP comes out and emphatically supports this, just make sure they hide all the bundles of cash that they're probably holding underneath the desk. All the cash shall be mine. All the money's the man. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. Harry Potter, the MMO, could, could have been humongous. Well, here's the question, though. Yep. Now that we're past, like, the OG Harry Potter, mm -hmm. and now you've got these Fantastic Beasts Harry Potters, mm -hmm. do you set a Harry Potter MMO in the world of Hogwarts as we knew it through the seven OG books, or do you go, like, maybe do it, like, post, you know, maybe in the world of, like, Harry and um, Lily's kids? So it's not the original world because now you're setting with that type of circumstances. Yeah, to be honest with you, I think this is this is just a case of you could get you don't 
Of course, I mean, it, it would have to be before, I would, I personally would think that would have to be before Deathly Hallows. Because okay. Hogwarts basically was blown up. I mean, they rebuild it, but I mean, it gets basically blown up. But, I mean, you could, with that MMO, in my honest opinion, you could you could put it anywhere between uh, Tom Riddle's Expulsion and Deathly Hallows. And just be a student that participates in the things and gets into slightly less spectacular trouble than Harry Potter. Well, that's actually what um, defines the video game did really well. I thought actually Mm -hmm. is it still had the same, it was in the same exact universe as the main characters whose names I cannot remember. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fantastic show, by the way, if you have not seen highly suggest it, Um, but it was in the same universe and you got to interact with them, but you were like in your own, Okay, so what about this? What about a Harry Potter MMO at one of the other Wizarding Worlds? Or do they need to actually be at Hogwarts to get that extra movies from people being familiar with that universe? I don't know. I, You know, to be honest with you, I, I, let's just say they give you the option to go to the other schools. How about that? Hmm. Um, I mean, the, 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 the thing about the... The thing about the Defiance MMO was that um, the show takes place in St. Louis, or what was St. Louis. Uh, yeah. I think they call it, what do they call it, Freedom? or the, No, it was the City of Defiance. <clears throat> and then the, the, the MMO took place in San Francisco. And there was some crossover where some of the characters from St. Louis would go over to San Francisco. Um, uh, and and just for uh, Zelius's... Um, uh, you know, um, for his own benefit, uh, it was uh, Nolan and uh, Arissa as the two main Thank characters. You. Oh, yes. Um, and then you had Amanda Rosewater as the mayor. Um, but no, I, I, I mean, the thing is, when you have a, that strong of a universe, be it Harry Potter or Star Wars or World of Warcraft or something like that, I understand the need to try to put in the big names, but I think that if you're making a game or hell, even like a TV series, as long as you kind of drop the names in there, I think you're fine. Um, but that's my opinion. I mean, you know, then you have the, in, in a slightly different vein, you have those individuals out there who, um, who try to keep, certain like beloved universes alive uh and do fan projects and they get smacked upside the head when it catches just enough attention um the the recent i think it was like a there's a recent uh bundle release of the grand theft autos uh that caused a bunch of fan sites to close down with a bunch of apparently phenomenal mods to to really breathe life into some of the older grand theft auto games of course you know you've got the uh the zelda fan made movie called um uh hero of time um you had the the lawsuit um where gene roddenberry's estate went after these um uh, not amateur independent filmmakers uh for making a star trek movie <clears throat> and they the the star trek people the fan made movie was actually able to win 
because they didn't technically say it was Star Trek. They were speaking Klingon, which you cannot copyright. So booyah on that, ladies and gentlemen. And I think I lost Zelius again. Sad day. But hopefully he heard that. I'm going to try to get him back. Uno mementos. There he is. There's the Zelius. There's the man. There's the myth. There's legend. Usually you're the one with shitty internet. What's going on, man? I don't know. Actually, you, the internet's been good lately. Have you been bad-mouthing? Well, that's not 100% true. You should have uh, seen one night the internet went absolutely bonkers and, and caused all the Alexas to give off a warning. <laughs> In the middle of the night, that was fun. Warning, the world is coming to an end. The dun, world is dun, coming dun. to an end. Aww. The world is coming to an end. Exactly, basically, yeah. Um, Balls, I forgot what I was going to say now. Is it about the world coming to an end? Possibly, but I don't remember. I don't recall at this point. But anyways. Um, yeah. Nah, I forgot. I don't know either. I'm so confused. I feel like there was, some, there was another topic we were going to talk about, but I can't remember what it is now. How do you not know? I don't know. I thought you knew everything, sir. Oh, fun little side story. As some of you may have noticed on um, on Discord, I did make mention that YouTube lost all the Disney channels. Um, and I quickly had to jump over to the Hulu bandwagon. Not because of Disney, but because of ESPN's. Um, because we were, we were in the process of watching something on one of the ESPN channels and literally as soon as I post that, like the day after they went dark, like they lost everything. I'm like, son of a bitch. So I jumped and within like, I guess 16 hours after I made the Hulu jump, like we've got it back. I'm like, Haha, I'm not coming back assholes. It's like do enough people actually make the jump where they're like, we need to uh, change this. Because- no, I'm, I'm pretty sure that, that as soon as they, as soon as that email came out and then shortly after uh, all ABC, all Disney, all ESPN dropped, I'm sure there was a mass exodus and they, and then YouTube basically bent over backwards and pleaded incessantly to um, Disney to take them back. Now, how long then until for those of us on YouTube TV uh, are going to see nice little price increase to make up for that? Um, you will probably see it next quarter. I definitely expect to see one. So it won't be now. They Let's see here, December. You'll probably see it in March would be my guess. You see the price nice. hike in March. A 10 or $15 increase. To make sure that they keep the the top quality, be to continue to be the top quality provider that they are, and they're going to add in another three channels that nobody actually watches. Yes, it's going to be, I don't know, insert random channel that no one watches. The channels actually play YouTube TV to be hosted on their platform. Yes. Something like that. But what do we know, man? We know nothing. So the real question is, are you excited for the holidays that are coming our way? Uh, once I'm done with work, because I will be working up until 
I have I need to go to uh, Christmas Eve dinner. But yeah, sure. You have to go to Christmas Eve dinner for work? No, I said I will be working up until Christmas Eve dinner. Ah, I see. That makes more sense. I was like, oh, you could go down to your job for Christmas nope, Eve. That sounds no, terrible. Nope, 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 nope. Sounds like family. a bad idea. I'll be with family. Nice. Indeed. I'm sure they'll be super excited to have you around. Of course, I hope so. <laughs> I, get, I hope so too, man. But, yeah. Holidays. Gotta love them. All that jazz. Yes. I enjoy the sleeping in that comes along with them. What is the sleeping in to speak of? There is no you'll such find thing out in when there's children in the house. You'll rediscover it someday. No, I won't. <laughs> no, no, I won't. I'll sleep in for the both of us. Don't worry, sir. I got you covered. I got you back. That's going to happen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is abundantly obvious that we have run out of topics. Um, as it is close to the holidays, I guess the only thing I can say is to spend time with your loved ones. Love one another. Um, stay out of trouble. And we love you all here at Ultra Confusion doing the thing with the stuff where we play video games. What will be your holiday video game of choice? What will be my... You mean what video game will I play over the holidays? Yes. Okay, because my holiday, I don't really, I don't, I don't think I've ever really gotten into a Christmas themed video game. I mean, I've, you know, you, you've got like the, 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 the MOBAs and stuff that like will throw candy cane art on top of everything, but I don't think there's like a, like a Santa game or, or something. Actually, you know what really annoys me? What's that? So, with companies doing things, you're like, you had such a simple opportunity here. So, Blizzard, mm-hmm. they have a couple fantastic Christmas theme maps, mm-hmm. like King's Row and Blizzard World. Mm-hmm. They're just gorgeous. Like, I just want to sit there and like wander around them during the Christmas season. Mm-hmm. They really just need like, they have like custom modes. So, you, you know, you got like, um, competition mode you have free play mode and then you have like usually like rotating like variations of that like deathmatch and other stuff they need one mode that's just christmas maps people would eat that shit up or you would just they play the or they be offended oh i'm going to throw this battery at you it's now, like, not I my would, holiday if they had that i would actually be logging i'd be like i gotta go i'm logging into overwatch to play my christmas theme maps because, damn it, I want to go play Christmas Overwatch now. But you don't know if you're going to get those maps, and it makes me mad. I'm so mad I'm hitting my microphone. Yeah, I saw that. Um, no, like, but it's things like that where it's like there would be a demand for it because everybody loves them. Like, they just do. And sometimes I wonder, like, why developers not just do these simple quality of life things like that? I don't know. You would think that they would be able to just, you know, pull them out of storage once a year and dust them off and maybe like, you know, change a couple of pixels and call it a day. But, uh, they put them in the, like they put them into rotation for the Christmas holiday. That's not the problem. The problem is they're in the rotation with all the other maps. Yeah. So there's like a one in three chance you'll get the Christmas theme map. Boo. I want to play just the Christmas theme maps. That's it. 
Well, during the holiday season, I get not the rest of the year. I, yeah. But during like this week, it's like, it's actually an event in Overwatch. It's like the Christmas holiday Overwatch thing where you get like special skins and stuff for Christmas. Mm -hmm. So just have like a Christmas only theme rotation in the maps, but you can join it. It's like an option. Like it's not like all of your competition maps are those. It's just like a special play mode for people who want that as well. Because it's different and special and no one wants that. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. Look, Overwatch is dying. Just little things in life to maybe keep it going. Now, I would think some people would even stretch that a little further and just say Overwatch is dead at this point because they keep screwing themselves over. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a thread on Reddit the other day, and basically it was an Overwatch. Uh, it's like, this game is so much fun, and I keep on coming back, and I don't know why. And basically it was like a support thread for people who like keep on coming back to the game that abuses them, even though we know that we should not be coming back uh, because we know there's no new content coming out. Like we keep on coming back thinking it's giving this new shiny thing and it's not. Well, I mean, it, it had so much potential that if you give it enough time, you come back, it's gotta be better, right? It, you know, the grass is always green on the other side, rose tinted glasses, all those things. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's how I feel about Overwatch is every once in a while, I get the nostalgia to kick back up, kick the tires. And like three or four matches in, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's the same exact game I played two months ago. That's, yeah. what, that's what's frustrating. Indubitably. Very frustrating. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to let you go. Um, I want to thank everyone for tuning in to the Ultra Confusion Thursday Night Hangout. For myself, Charlie. Whoop. You all right there, Zelius? It's just a battery. It's fine. Right. Rose will go heated. For myself, Charlie, and Zelius, it's been a pleasure giving everything to come our heads, our mouths, and of course, our hearts. We'll be back next Thursday or the following Thursday. I don't know because of the holidays. But um, until then, ladies and gentlemen, stay true to yourself. Remember, kids, keep on gaming in the free world. Amen to that, brother.